Hello, Internet, and welcome to the Friendship Snake Podcast. I am your host, Wade Mariano, and I'm joined as always by... Trace Finicaro. And... Werner Herzog, no snake. Very nice. That is a one, Gunner Kennedy. So, two-thirds of this podcast um, attended a bachelor party this weekend. Uh, that being three-thirds, or one whole, was invited, but uh, Gunner had some other um, commitments that he had made. Uh, but Trace and I went to Trace's brother's uh, bachelor party. And um, it's... I feel like bachelor parties when you're in your 20s are one thing, <laughs> and then after you kind of hit 30... It's kind of a different thing. Yeah. And I, why it's the, the obvious thing is, oh, you know, you're younger, you're more mature, you're wild, more wild or whatever. But I like, don't think that's quite it. I think it's <laughs> the ramifications. If you fuck up and go way too hard, <laughs> carry uh, more significant um, price tags. Sweet, like relationship wise. Okay, I was gonna say, like, is is there like a is it the threshold of like the propensity for you ending up on an episode of Cops goes up? Well, you know, like when you talk about bachelor parties, like, what is the one like assumption that the, that is at every bachelor party? Strippers. Correct. Yes, this is there is some sort of women getting naked. So. In my 20s, the, all the bachelor parties I went to, I cannot think of one that did not have um, a stripper or an exotic dancer or whatever present. Um, however, as I turned 30, there were some sprinkled in there, but uh, for the most part, I don't really remember. I can't say I remember um, there being like strippers present or anything like that. Mm, yeah, no, not that I really remember. Yeah, it's weird. But I find it... It's weird to me because I feel like um, there are no strippers at people's like bachelor parties when they're you know a bit older. I feel it's... Is it... The, the vibe that I get <laughs> is that like the women at home are going to have a major issue with it. <laughs> That's that which was is, definitely <laughs> which is weird to me. Yeah. Because you've been in a relationship with that woman at that point for a while. That was definitely um consensus among a few attendees. It was hey, if this is happening um you know, I got to find a way to not be part of that. Um, yes. Luckily so, for them, it didn't. So, first of all, I mean, we're in the middle of a pandemic still. Maybe we're on the tail end of it. I hope we're on the tail end of it. Um, the United States would seem like we're on the tail end, although if you look at India, um, shit's fucked up there Jesus. right now. Really bad hey, there right I, now. I, I, I just got a blurb from uh, the ex-employee. Yeah. They, 
one of the projects we're involved with they have they're they're kind of they're kind of uh derailed at the moment because they the primary party's over there and half their team's wiped out at the moment yeah it's crazy so we got that and it's like well what's open <laughs> if we're going to go somewhere what's open and, and how many castles. people can we get there Right. But I but would you agree that a lot of it had nothing to do with COVID and pretty much a lot of other stuff to do with maybe the people at home? Well, I can tell you as me as being the best man, um I get to make the decisions, right? At least I'm supposed to. <laughs> yeah. Um it doesn't always work that way, you know. Sometimes the groomsmen kinda um can overrule you. Um, if they all want something and, you know, we tried it, we tried the democratic process. <laughs> it, uh, it might've worked if, if maybe the majority of us would agree on one item, but we couldn't. Um, one thing that was proposed, um, by one of the groomsmen, he proposed it directly to my brother. Um, and he said, uh, um, you know, are you, are you okay with strippers? And my brother comes back and he says, yeah, absolutely. Of course I am. My brother's older than I am. Um, but he's like, yeah, of course, you know, down for whatever. And then, uh, of course, like, we don't know if we can even get a table that large because there's more than 10 of us. If we can even get a table that large, if we were to go out to a club. So it's like, well, you know, do we get one back to the house? And then it's, it's like, well, now we're running. <laughs> we're renting a stranger's house. <laughs> That might be not okay. That might, that might, uh, we may be violating terms of service at that point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it says right on the rental that you're not allowed to have parties. And of course, what a crock, right? Because you don't go on vacation to sit around and play, to put puzzles together, right? Yeah. I mean, you, maybe my wife people, would, but yeah, come on. Like it, yeah, one you're thing, going it to like have kids, drinks, but it's eight adults you're, and they're aware that it's eight adults. You're going to get rowdy. You're going to have fun. This place was located on the lake. And, uh, the thing is, is the last time that we had, <laughs> the last time I, I hosted a party like that. Um, the, the, the performer, <laughs> the performer really <laughs> trashed the place. I don't want to talk too much about that. <laughs> Okay. She, she, she broke. She broke a lot of chairs. She did a lot of chairs. Uh, antiques. Antiques is really yes. the. Uh... Yeah. So the chairs were these old. We had it in the back of an old restaurant. In the uh, the chairs were these old metal chairs. And um, you know she'd put a guy in the chair and she'd do a, a performance for him, and she'd end up on their lap or whatever when she was it you know towards the end of the performance, but. These chairs were so old that the back of the chair would give out <laughs> and the metal would catch just right so that the man was like almost planking over the floor, almost like a magic trick where it's, his feet were on the ground, but his body I, was vertical a foot off the floor I, and I think she it loved it. And she'd say, grab me another chair. And then she'd throw another guy over and she'd do it again. She's going to wrestle all those chairs. Well, the, the problem wasn't those chairs because apparently they weren't being used anymore. And the, uh, the, the owner of the bar, we were kind of in like a restaurant area that, that wasn't, wasn't getting any use anymore, but the owner of the bar, um, 
he just wanted to throw them out and he just didn't, he just didn't throw them out. So he didn't want any money for those. The problem was, is after she broke every single chair, she grabbed an antique piano bench and then she broke that. Um, <laughs> so yeah, like when they're like, Oh, let's, let's have this girl over to the house. I'm thinking, I don't, I don't know if I want to go through all of this again. Well, you, I mean, you're then you're really at risk at like and, and, you know being held financially liable if shit gets broken or messed up or whatever. Yeah, Trace, Trace, we also have we also have to qualify when we say antique. Um, think closer to thirteen stars on that flag versus fifty fifty when that was made. <laughs> like, so so that was one that was one thing working against me. I did get a I did buy an insurance policy for the weekend by the way. I pay I I had a I had some coverage in case we did destroy some stuff in the home. Um the insurance policy would have kicked in up to a certain amount. Um and it was it was like an extra 45 bucks. It was a no-brainer, right? And then it covered up to like, you know, over $1000 worth of damage. So um which, you know, from my previous my previous experience, I think we racked up about 6 or 700 dollars in damages yeah. um at that bar. But the other thing was what wait with the point you're making there, Wade, is uh, this whole this whole idea of you know whether or not the attendees are going to be okay with that. Yeah, that's something I asked about. I'm like, I'm like, what, what do you guys think? And of course, everyone's polarized on it, right? A couple of people are like, I don't care, right? But then like, there's one guy, and he's like, I, I'm not going to the house if that's going to happen. And I assume it's what you said. It's like his spouse, his spouse just isn't very comfortable with the idea. And he doesn't want her to, he doesn't want her to be staring at him like he did something wrong for the next few months of his life. And, uh, I, you know how you said it's kind of weird because, you know, at this point in our lives, we're older and the wives should trust us. Right. I or mean, whatever. Yeah. Like I, I guess in your twenties, if you were getting married, the fact is, unless it was like your late twenties, you probably haven't been with your girl a ton of like a, like a super long time. And whether they like to believe that or not, like the odds of something happening is far more um, possible when you know maybe, maybe when somebody's younger, they're a little more wild and have some more wild oats to sow. These dudes were all like in our forties or like late thirties. Um. So I have I a think, theory about this. Yeah, 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 I'd like to hear it. I I think two things happen. Number one, when you get married, compromise in your relationship goes from optional to mandatory. If sure. not, you got to get divorced. Right. And then when you have kids, um, there's certain responsibilities in your relationship that go from optional to mandatory, right? Because you, know, you got to feed kids, you got to you know get them on the bus, whatever. And uh, but what really happens is as you get older you end up spending more and more time only with significant other. Like in your 20s, you might see your significant other a couple hours a week. But when you're married, it's like you fucking wake up together, eat dinner together, you know, you constantly talking about stuff like whether it's your neighbors or what's going on at school or, you know, local politics or, um, you know, you're trying to help each other out. Um, you're giving each other these like, to-do lists that have to be done by the end of the week. So what happens is, is 
this idea that like there's there's some level of privacy between the two of you starts to erode. And I'm not saying that people should have no privacy, but what I'm saying is is you tell them everything, right? Yeah. You tell them it's so not, much because yeah. they really do turn into the person that you confide in for a lot of your and I think that has to happen. I think day. like the privacy has to kind of go away for a lot of it for the most part, right? Like if you're yeah. you have the right to have your own thoughts, obviously you're your own person, but like there's not really so a what, reason to keep right. so when it comes to compromise, you have to you have to you have to make a decision. Is this something I'm going to compromise on? Or is this something I'm gonna tell them to go fly a kite? And uh I think the compromise is actually made when you decide to marry them. You're like, now I know they're going to be upset with this. And I have to pick and choose how many days or weeks of trouble I'm going to put myself into by doing something that I know they're going to be really upset with. So like in my case, you know, my wife doesn't, doesn't really care, but there was two of the guys that were there. Um, I don't know if it was spouse. I don't know if, if one of them was, was, was because of the spouse or not, but I know the other one was, and I know that he just doesn't see it as worth it right 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 he's, yeah it's worth it and man I'm be in I, trouble for however, however long yeah i kind of agree like i think that i guess I what i try to think it's like um okay if shauna like for her bachelorette party like went to some place where there were these dudes <laughs> with massive dongs just dancing and like mm-hmm. all around her like and, yeah and i don't want to like I, i'm not <laughs> I'm not interested in thinking about that or seeing that. However, I'm not bent. You know what I mean? Like, okay. (laughs) You know what I mean? Mm At the end of the day, like, coming back here. I I feel like it's, it's, I think it's easy to attack the spouse for (laughs) it. I'm not going to say that on the air. But in reality, you married that person. You knew that they were upset with it and you chose to do it anyway. So, you know, it's all about decisions and, um, so for that reason, the other thing is, is the last few parties, the last two bachelor parties that I've attended, um, the once, once the strip club got involved, the night was over. And by the night was over, I mean, no more intelligent conversations, no oh, more yeah. fun things were happening that we're going to bring stories home with about none of that. Like there weren't any, there weren't any games being played. Um, there weren't any like silly drunk rants that people go on. Um, no drama. It was just, I mean, there was maybe some drama, but it was just like this divide and conquer that occurs at the, at the strip clubs where all of your friends are being separated from each other and the girls are trying to get as much money out of you as possible. And, uh, to me, it's like, well, that if if I was bored at home with, with friends, I saw every, like, like every other day then maybe breaking it up and going to a strip club would make sense. But the, I haven't seen these fuckers. I haven't seen these, some of them in two years. Some of them I've never met before. And a lot of them haven't met each other before. It's like, I don't, I don't know if I want that to just come in and interrupt the evening. Just take it over. You know, it's not like you're just going to go for an hour. Right, yeah. Well, I went to bed at 11, so. <laughs> the fucking night was over for me at like 11.30. <laughs> you were up late the night before, though, so. Yo, like later than I've been up in a long time. Yeah, and that was a lot of fun. It also doesn't help that I was like, I discovered truly hard seltzers the night before. And then just 
I don't know. Like, are, are we are are we talking like that nice like the bit your 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 like eye teeth kind of hurt back thing? So I I have had like white claws and they're gross. Yeah. But then Trace brought these Trulies and I was like, you can't really taste booze in these. And so I just started putting two. I found a larger cup, and then I was putting two in at a time, and then drinking them, and then two in at a time, and then drinking them, and then two at a time, and drinking them. And like they're not like crazy, like. Um, like they're five percent, which is like your average domestic is like between three point five and maybe five. Um, but then add that in with like doing shots of waz and doing like a shots of tequila. The buzz started early um, <laughs> on Saturday. Um, speaking of seltzer, uh, something I found very interesting in Buffalo is um, there's a brewery there that has something that they call a seltzer and it's not it's made with like real fruit juice and hops and i ordered it because when we went to the first location um i didn't really like the look of most of the beers on the menu and i was like eh you know what i pounded a seltzer in the limo with wade uh, maybe i'll do another one of those so i ordered a seltzer just kind of out of desperation so i had something but what they brought me <laughs> was nothing it was not a seltzer um it's very interesting though and i i guess it's like a buffalo thing like there's a brewery in buffalo and they have this seltzer and it's made with hops and fruit juice and i don't even know how they're allowed to call it a seltzer like it should be called like a fruit beer or something but um that was an interesting drink it's something i'd never experienced before I should get the name of it so that our listeners can be like, oh, I want to try that. I think it came in like two different flavors, like I think like mixed berry or strawberry or something like that. But um, those are, they were fantastic. They're almost like a tart, um, like a tart beer almost for people. I've had something similar to that, um, but it was more, it was almost like a puree with like Mm -hmm. an alcohol, like incarbonated. It was interesting. I I forget the name of it though. So I suck. Very descriptive way. Very good. Wait, so so negative, man. So good. I know. So good. Um. Hmm. <laughs> regardless, a good time was had, but like I said, I I bitched out pretty early, just tapped out. Well, yeah, but I agree with you. you it's a weird. It's it's a weird age. You no, know? once you hit the forties, it's a weird age to be out doing those things. Well, you're you're like it is what it is. The reality of it is, um, you know, everyone is younger than you. Like when we, like you go to a bar or whatever, like pretty much everyone's younger than you. <laughs> and, uh, did you, you know, hear yeah. light? Did you hear my brother making fun of the, uh, the mom jeans? Dude, I was, I was ripping on mom jeans all night long. What the <laughs> fuck? This is apparently is a thing. It's not just in Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah. It's, they're in style. They're awful. Why? <laughs> they don't look good. But you know what? They're comfortable. So fuck me. It's not about me. It's about them being comfortable and not how they look. So it's it's it's, it's just this strange reciprocation of fashion. Oh, the seltzer is by a company called Source of all name. Buffalo Brewed Source. It's wild berry craft hard seltzer is what they call it. Interesting. D- not seltzer, but it's good. Um, if you like, if you like fruity alcoholic drinks, um, but also t- it's got the tartness to it, which man, I've never, 
think I've ever had in a mixed drink or in, in a in a, in a canned beverage like this before. But yeah, it's it's a it's buffalo only, and it's called Source um, Wild Berry Craft Hard Seltzer, and they have a couple other uh, flavors, but. In case anybody is curious, the only thing I'm concerned about is I don't know how the fuck to get. It. <laughs> like, I think uh, I think my wife looked it up, and th- like you have to drive, to- <laughs> you have to go to Buffalo in order to get it. Like you can't just go to Wegmans and have it in stock. No luck. No luck at all. You gotta start doing the. Uh, you gotta start doing the Smokey and the Bandit Colorado uh, chorus run, right? Yeah. Can I I have to voice my displeasure and disappoint disappointment um, with the state of New York. Uh, particular uh, thing. A, a le- yeah, a legalization of uh, marijuana, but no uh, like dispensaries for. Or, um, <laughs> no dispensaries for fucking um, I'm blanking on the word right now not casual but um, recreational uh, medicinal recreational use there you go there are medicinal but it's like two years three years they're still in the works I don't I don't get it it's it's because it's because we live in a failed state in a in, in a failed state I was um I wasn't going to bring anything to smoke but I was like you know what I should just because I live in New England I should just stop by a recreational shop and grab some like edibles or something like that you know something that could be shared without you know CBD, putting your lips you, on the same thing C- CBD or nothing But you worried uh, about putting your lips on something at a bachelor party wait because it's covid and I don't want to <laughs> share a joint or bowl or anything like that you just do an edible it's it's funny too that you say, say that. <laughs> it's it's funny too that you say that because um everybody's like safe while we're drinking, you know, not really tasting each other's drinks or anything like that. And then like somebody lights up a joint and everybody's mouth goes on it. And I'm like, well, we just fucked that up. <laughs> I, I mean, I guess everyone can have their own like little what are those things called? What are those, oh, those the plastic things, things. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what they're called. I'll call it a joint condom. Yeah, there you go. A joint condom. A, a filter, uh, like their own filter, I guess. I don't know. It's not really a filter, though. No, it's you want, you uh, like the, a name the, for it. He, oh, it it's the not a roach. Clip. Is it a roach killer? It's a roach killer, right? I think it's oh, called a roach there's, killer. There, there's the alligator clip. But I, I was thinking like the, the, the like breakfast at Tiffany's long cigarette holder thingy, you know, just to make it like more awkward. Like just hot box, really, right? Like if you just hot box the entire room, I'm sure that you wouldn't lose your deposit on your 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 uh, beach house rental. Dude, I just did a search for roach killer marijuana. Yeah, and the first result is an article from High Times, and it says, "Are people really smoking weed spiked with bug spray?" Well, you have to ask. The answer is yes. Yeah, Jesus, yeah, smoking I, raid bug sprays like the first five or six. That's fucked up. That's what's weird about some of this this slang. Like if it's more than like like 15 or 20 years old, some of it never made it to Urban Dictionary. 
and it just doesn't show up as a result. Sorry about that. Yeah, the recreational front, you'd think that that New York State would have been ready to roll with that. I and, and I feel like it's it's it. I, I can't guarantee, but I can almost guarantee that it's uh it's because the like there are people ready waiting to set this up that have that have been waiting to set this up, and there's still like probably a ton of paperwork and tape that even well, the state um no with the, it, it, for real, it it's most likely the banking BS shit, you know. Like oh, that you know, like that's still a thing. Yes, the the Fed the Feds will nail you. It's like they're they're fucking stupid. Well, what are you talking about? Uh, so the FDIC, I believe, um, doesn't allow. So you know how like every, well, for the most part, every bank and even credit union is insured like per account by the federal by the Federal Reserve or the federal government. Yeah, they will. They do not allow um, banks to essentially bank with um, with weed dealers, essentially, because because marijuana is a still a federally illegal drug. Right. Right. Um, they won't uh, back a bank that does business with even if it's in the state and it's legal, mm-hmm. they won't insure any of that money. And I believe actually it goes beyond that. Like they could, they might not insure any of the money at the bank. Hmm. It's yeah, that I mean, seems like, like a bit of a hurdle. It, it for, for real, if you want to go, you know, if you want to avoid conspiracy talk aside, and I think I brought this up before, it's one of the reasons why New York State was talking about starting their own internal banking system. You know, the, the, the New York State government is, you know, one, because, you know, I make the joke that, like, you know, they're getting ready for the collapse of the United States, but more it's because of this bullshit, which is that the feds won't. You know the, the feds won't make the feds won't piss or get off the pot, as it were, on whether they're going to go full judge dread enforcement or you know like actually compromise and they're let you know like they're letting the states decide until it's inconvenient for them to let the states decide and then they stick their na- their noses in it. I would walk into the bank and I'd be like, "What's wrong? You don't want my drug money?" Well, you know, it's it, this is this is actually a very similar problem to the OnlyFans kind of stuff. Patreon, you know, like that that's that's a big What's issue the now. OnlyFans. PayPal. What's the problem with with OnlyFans? PayPal won't uh PayPal won't uh allow payment for a lot of adult content. How do how is people uh, doing it then? Uh because you're having to come up with all these third-party payment systems. It, it, so yeah, they're just it, using know, credit card. They just can't use. Well, PayPal? no, Visa, Visa, and that's the issue. Is that Visa and Mastercard? So how do you do saying it? Saying that they're, it's a very good question. Bitcoin? Speaking of Dogecoin, Dogecoin, you know, like yeah, it's been up like it's beyond fifty Doge. cents at this point. It's 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 an actual it's an actual it's almost an actual dollar. What? Man, I should have fucking gone back in. I, I went in like a while back, but then I cashed out because I'm a wimp and I didn't want to let it ride. I thought it was going to be like mm-hmm. a GameStop type of situation. How um, much did you have in there? Oh, I mean, I had... Uh, actually, you know what? I will, I'm pulling up the details right now. Sorry, it's it's 59 cents. Wait. Yeah, that's yeah, that's not... Yeah, that's not close to what you said. It's, it's, um, it's, it's going to be... It's almost a dollar. It's almost... So I had 
I bought in for seventy nine forty six, and I sold the following day for two twenty fifty six. If I just kept that seventy nine forty six, I mean, I bought that when it was, uh, I mean, fuck, wasn't even two cents a share. <laughs> Guess I should have mm. kept it in there. Yeah, I still yeah. got a little bit in there, but it's not like yeah. where, where it was. Listen, wait, you gotta listen. You gotta huddle that shit. Don't don't mm-hmm. don't be don't be. Don't be, don't be chicken it out. Diamond I hands. Bought that, I bought that Roblox stock. To the moon. Yeah. They went, they opened at $48 a share. I've never done the stock market, by the way. This is, Roblox is my first, my first uh, experiment, my great experiment. Um, they opened it like $48 a share, but it instantly sh- shot up. And it shot up to, I want to say, like $80 a share. I ended up buying in at 68, I believe. And it's held steady. It's like, I think today it's at 71. It's been months. I think, I think it's been months over one month. So that's not nice. too bad. You know, it comes, goes up no. a couple points, comes down a couple points. I'm like, well, good for Roblox. It's holding steady. I don't know if it's ever going to double or triple or anything like that, but it's like my experiment. I'm like, I want to see what, what happens. I want to ride this thing through. And then my kids are like, um, I pay them for chores. Right. And they're like, Robux. they're like, I want to go to target and buy something. I'm like, no, fuck you. You're going to spend it on Roblox. Got to spend all your allowance on Roblox. <laughs> <laughs> we keep that stock going well with your microtransactions. But yeah, Dogecoin. Holy shit! Um, I would expect it to peak Saturday night because uh, Elon Musk is on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, yeah, probably. And, he, and, and he's been pushing that just for fun. He is such a fucking. He is such a troll. Yeah, he is. So I got in on a stock. You guys want to? Eh, do we want to really dive into stock talks? Maybe we don't. If you made you know. money off of one, we want to hear about it. So here's when I or lost. If you lost your ass. We want to hear about it. <laughs> so uh, I had a guy that I work with. Um, he's, I believe, uh, his a relative is like a day trader. He's got some inside knowledge on stocks. And there was this company called Zometica, which I believe they did. Um, Pharmaceutical, like veterinary pharmaceuticals, um, and I bought it, bought in uh, at two dollars and seventy cents a share, and it is now at like uh, ninety cents a share. <laughs> so that wasn't <laughs> that wasn't good. However, um, I was like, all right, fuck this, I'm done with it. It's obviously never coming back, but I'm not going to cash it out. Like whatever, I'll just let it sit there. Mm-hmm. But but then I read like a little blurb. That they actually haven't come out with their Q1 earnings yet, um, oh. and those are coming out on May 11th. So, um, and this we can do this as a continuation. I bought a, sh- a shit ton more stocks. Well, not a shit ton, yeah. but I bought enough stocks so that now my average price per stock is like a dollar twenty something. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really hoping that after the those earnings come out, it pops up. We'll see, make a little money. But uh, I'm I'm not too confident. Their their quarter one earnings are going to be in the red. You'll lose yeah. it all. Yeah. Oh well. Stonks. Any stock then. Stonks. Stonks. <laughs> yeah, finances. Finances are weird. They're so fucking weird. Um, 
Did you see that uh, that fucking Bill and uh, Melinda Gates getting divorced? Yeah, they're getting divorced. Yeah, yeah. odd. They said they're going to keep doing all their charitable stuff, but they're going to get divorced. And it's like, what do you think? Well, that's of course, about? you're going to do all your charitable stuff. You got, you got like what? a quarter, or, or like like he's like the I think he's the he's at the top four still. I think for richest people in the world. Like you have to have a partner managing that much fucking money. Like, what's she gonna do? Just fucking walk away from polio? Like, sorry, I don't care about it now because I've divorced my husband. There's, there's, there's a couple things that could be in play, which is that uh, Bill Gates is number four. Yeah, hundred twenty nine point two billion. Um, they care. So, you know, there's the there was the, again a lot of people a lot of people have been piping in, you know, on 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 the interwebs because you know it's fucking. People talk shit, which is that one. Maybe it's a ta- Maybe maybe it's dumb, like it's a tax thing, which is stupid because that's the whole point of the fucking foundation. Um, but the other thing is, is that like you know they may they may have just got to a point where they kind of got tired of each other. Um, she might want to do things differently than Bill, and Bill's not. You know, Bill Gates is not exactly a person prone to collaborative work per se like that's one of the, they're talking now um imagine us trying to pick her up yeah just like dropping everything we do and just make it our life goal to bump into her at a bar hey. pick her up <laughs> just start talking about polio so i i, Man, I can't I, believe I, how many people in the world aren't vaccinated i i I, like, I help vaccinate people I'll be like well who are you beautiful I I I I I built this I built this machine to chase down people and vaccinate them, whether they want it or not. Imagine that being the way, like to get a quarter of Bill Gates' money, is to get half of half from his divorced wife. Well, the she guy that married Jeff Bezos' ex-wife, that like school oh, yeah. teacher from uh, North Carolina or Northern California, a science forty-five-year-old yeah. science teacher. It's weird to me because the amount of money is it's just unfathomable to me. Like yeah, it's like I'm just going to decide to be yeah, I'm just going to end up like hanging out with royalty. Well, here's the other like Here's the other kind of uh the other kind of piece of that. Um like not only do you have to try and woo like Bill Gates' ex-wife, but you also have to somehow get her to agree to not like to not have a prenup like uh, available. I mean like yeah. Elon Elon went through that whole deal, right? A couple times. Even if you, you married, don't get a prenup like if you get a you, you get a sympathy check. <laughs> like you like you hooked yeah. up in Las Vegas, accidentally married Melinda Gates and she just sends you a sympathy check and it's for like 18 million dollars. It's like, you know what? I don't regret any of it. I guess well, I kind of wonder what it was about. Like, yeah, what? I think that's what a lot of people are wondering. Um, um, I think some of the conspiracy theorists would say it's because Bill has a plot to uh, put microchips in all of the humans, and maybe she's against it. I think the conspiracy theorists would start going down that direction, that it's conveniently timed with the pandemic. When he left Microsoft, which happened right around the beginning of all the pandemic, um, him pushing for um, 
you know, the kind of the universal vaccine trackers, and then eventually into, you know, the, the dystopian future of us all having, um, you know, chips so that people know what vaccines that we have. Um, I don't think that it's that far fetched that it's going to happen. I don't think it's that far fetched that he would be the one spearheading it based on his, um, you know, the philanthropy that he's done in the past with vaccines. Um, the only thing I think is a little bit tough to swallow is that it's that he's just this evil guy. Like, I think he's got all of his evil. I feel like he got most of the evil out of his system. And now he's just like, well, what can I do with my money? What can I do? That's fun. Like, can I make people healthy? Can I prevent people from, from getting sick? Um, obviously he wasn't pleasing his wife with that money. So there, there, there is one thing that kind of makes sense, which is, and it kind of goes along with what you're saying. And it's the, it's the, it's the boring dystopian reality versus, you know, the cool, the cool one. Do you remember that episode of Mr. The Simpsons where Mr. Burns lost the nuclear power plant and Lisa talked him into being an environmentalist? And I do he, realized, he realized how he could make even more money being an environmentalist <laughs> than owning a nuclear power plant. And then he ended up, he made it so much money from being this like horror. Yeah, like make, make, you know, just being this environmentalist that he bought his nuclear power plant back and he just kind of did it as a throwaway thing. But the Melinda Gate, the Bill and Melinda Gates thing was. Linda's kind of pushing him to do right. this right. work. Mm -hmm. And Good one of the things and one of the things that they talk about is that like the issue that they're having with India and a lot of southern American countries, so South American countries is that Bill uh kind of has turned this you know the, the, this quote unquote charitable work, you know, and again, yeah, like they're getting it to, but you have to do it his way, which is that like, oh, you have to respect all our pharmaceutical patents. We're entrenching all these companies that, oh, by the way, because I have a bajillion dollars, I've also got like financial interest tied into them directly. And it's like, you know, and the thing is, is that like, it's not even necessarily sinister because it's like, that's, you know, it's just, it's the way things get done. It's the, it's the glorified version of when Bruce Wayne bought that fucking restaurant in the Dark Knight movies just to be a dick, you know? It, it, it's fine, you don't want to do the thing I'm telling you to do. I'll just buy your, I'll just buy a controlling interest in this company, make a couple of phone calls, and we'll fucking do things my way. And it's, you know, that's the thing is that, like, if you want to, if, you know, people people kind of get territorial about stuff but if it's if it's melinda's trying to do a social good and bill's just like i want to do things my way at some point you know it's like you know what maybe it's better if we stay for you know like maybe we can't maybe mm -hmm. we can't stay friends if we're also trying to be a couple and run this organization and we just need a fucking we need we need to fucking step back into one of these things makes you wonder too if it was just if it's something they've been trying to do for a while and they had to pick a convenient time yeah 
because well, I don't know how old the kids are, but you know, there's there's always there, there there's always a tweet because there's one back about two years ago him he saying was, like, "Hey, here's." He was still on the board of Microsoft. Their stocks could fall if that announcement came out. Mm-hmm. True. Right. That's very um, true. Actually, yeah. They don't. They, if yeah, it they, happened they close to the beginning of the pandemic, then it could have been perceived like these conspiracies that we're saying. So they might've had some PR say, no, you know what? Wait until, no, wait until we get 30% vaccinated in the U S then announce, announce when, when the world is starting to come back and bounce back from normal and then announce. And, you know, meanwhile, she's like, well, I got to fucking pretend I'm married to this guy that I haven't been in love with for seven years. Um, but you know, what's another, what's another year? What's another two years? I'm pretty um, sure with that much money, you can get, buy love. He couldn't buy it for her. Did he want to? I think that's Good probably question. the question. <laughs> you imagine, you imagine spending like, like $10 billion on polio. And then like your wife's not happy and you're like, eh, I'm not going to buy her happiness. I guess it's, it's just like. You've been together for a long time. 20 is actually, is it even 20 years? Maybe they weren't even together 20 years. Still 27, I think. Oh, shit. So you've been together 27 years. Is it's weird to me that that anything would want you to make you like divorce. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's like you couldn't like, even if you were kind of like, at some point, you had to have been friends, right? Like, at some point, it's just like you know what? Maybe it's fizzled, but like, you're—I've known you, the, the person I've known longest, and who knows like all my fucking secrets here. Like, can't we just make it work at least on a platonic level? Yeah. Or you know, maybe, maybe something else came along for one of them. It's got to be tough. That's possible. You know, you, especially if you're spending that much time around the world. Um, you're bound to meet someone that you're like, this is the one, you know, when you're spending that much time meeting new people and you meet someone and you're like, man, everything works here. The only thing that doesn't work is that I'm still with this other person, this person who will not sleep with me for $10 billion. And it's kind of crazy shit too. Uh, Stephen Hawking. Um, I mean, to whatever extent for, for whatever it's worth. He, up until like his his last days was fucking around on his wife. Well, he liked yeah. it rough. <laughs> that's He's, that's actually that's not like that's not like a euphemism. He actually liked it. He actually liked it rough. And do you remember the MC Hawking musician? Oh yes. yeah. What what a fucking, quake master. fucking quake master. The internet produces some crazy things. Crazy good and crazy bad. I'm MC Hawking and I'm the fucking Quake God. I got, I got my, my finger, finger on the trigger. On trigger in my eye on the quad. quad. Quad, <laughs> damn it. Quake Master. Quake Master. The mighty Stephen Hawking is a fucking Quake Master. <laughs> quake Master of Disaster. The mighty Stephen Hawking is a fucking Quake Master. Oh, dear Lord. Have there been any... I mean... I'm very curious about the memes that are going to come out over this. They're going to be brutal. Uh, 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 about Bill? Yeah. About Billy, uh, Billy Bobot? Yeah. You know that... Bill Gates, he masturbates. We're, we're not, oh, not Bill, Bill, Bill. Bill. Not Bill Gates related. 
Did you know that the Brothers Fine are making new Strong Bad videos now? Really? What are you talking about? The, the Homestar Runner guys. You know, it's funny is I just was showing some of those videos to my son last night. Did he say a reference monstrous pieces of shit <laughs> or did he actually like them? Um, so I think he felt the same way we did about it. Um, because you know, Homestar Runner started off, I believe it was an unsuccessful children's book, or maybe it was moderately successful children's book. And then they tried making these animated cartoons and the animated cartoons were pretty dumb. Um, you know, like, I don't know, it was like marzipan finds a parsnip or something they were very dry but then they started like the fan email stuff where the one character strong bad would start answering the emails but the attention to detail like i remember playing one of his emails and he was doing on a commodore 64 and you could change the brightness of the screen while yeah. he was reading the emails and you could like turn on the scan lines and stuff like that. And then like a few years later, it would be like an Atari or something like a computer. It, the computer would evolve over time or devolve, I guess. Um, those emails were fantastic because they would take a really, really simple premise and turn it into an entire episode. And of course, I think the most famous one is Fahoto Gods. Yeah, Fahotoka. come on, Fahota Gods is probably, it's probably the, well, I don't know, Trogdor the Burninator is, is probably the most. Trogdor, Trogdor had its own playable video game. Yeah. You could burn down villages. Burninating, burninating the countryside. But yeah, I mean, Fahota Gods was, it was just somebody that typed an email that said, I love you. And then a signature line said, dash, and it was a, they just jammed the keys. And he's like, I can't even pronounce your name. Can I just call you the first few letters and call you Fahoto Gods? Hey, Fahoto Gods, I wish I could share the same sentiments. But to be honest, you got your name's too freaking long. And then he goes on and he just keeps ranting about Fahoto Gods. And then the cheat on the show makes a fucking music video about it. I wonder would that so the cool thing about the internet back then is you never knew exactly how popular things like that right. were. Right. Um Right. So it was yeah. just like kind of your thing with your group of friends, but like I'm sure that there are other people out there that know who Homestar Runner are or Homestar Runner is or what Homestar Runner is. But it, it's just you never know. That was exactly. kind of cool. Exactly. And that's why I think that it's different now because things that are popular, we're aware that we're, they're, we're, we are, we're aware that they're popular. So if I see a song on YouTube, I can just go and look at how many views it's had. If it's less than a million views, I'm like the only person that's heard it, right? Like I could walk around town and no one else has heard it. But if it's in the tens of millions, eh, I might bump into someone who's heard it. And if it's in the hundreds of millions, it's a household song. And we yeah. know that. If it's in the billions, it's ubiquitous and everyone on the planet knows what it is. 
Yeah, with Homestar Runner and stuff like that, even the old Newground stuff, the heavy.com, you, there was no way of knowing. And the, vir- the virality of it was unknown as well. Like we would go back to those websites, not because they showed up on our newsfeed. We'd go back to those websites because we missed them. Right? Right. Well, yeah. Star. Newgrounds.com is, is still a thing. So that makes me happy. Um, I, we, yeah, we talked about that, right? We talked about yes. that. Uh, yeah. They're still doing like competitions and stuff. Fucking A. So, I guess the other thing is, is that we, we've kind of we've kind of moved past that point. But what's the is 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 Roblox and that kind of stuff the replacement for making weird flash shit? Minecraft. I mean, like, is that is that the is I don't know, like that that flash period that 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 like peak flash newgrounds. That's a good was, question. Was was like was uh was just 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 such its own thing. Well, because it wasn't First, controlled by fucking a billion dollar company. Like Google, you'll still have breakouts that they probably never wanted to be breakouts or didn't like give a shit that was a breakout on YouTube. But it's really rare, and it's even more difficult than it probably ever has been to like start up a YouTube channel and get some views because, you know, they. If they if you don't play ball with it, I mean, the fuck al- it. The algorithm. Yeah, is is uh, um, PewDiePie like? Do you need a better example of like, you know, he's like the exception of the rule, the outrunner. They're. I don't feel he's respected all that much by YouTube, but people love him, right? Like, so they have to they have to acknowledge that. But, I just, ugh. Newgrounds There's was like a. It's own thing. There's this Minecrafter. Um, he went to oh, college. Oh, he's back. He's back. Um, he went to college for, um, I want to say, like film and video. And, um, but he hated the amount of time it took to do the takes. So if he was trying to make a short film, he'd have to keep saying lines over and over. The lighting might not be correct. The audio might not be correct. And then he just shoot like 10 different angles so that he could get the, um, the multi shots and stuff like that. And um, his, he goes by um, on YouTube. He goes by the name of mumbo jumbo. And mumbo jumbo found himself um, instead of doing, Instead of producing his own videos, he he decided he was going to start uh, producing some of his own Minecraft content, and he just jumped on like a server, a popular server. And he, but he had a unique way of doing it. He would switch the camera to um, uh, third person, well, maybe it's third person. He would be staring at the camera. I guess that would that be second person? I don't know. It'd be third um, person. Uh, so so yeah, he, I don't know. <laughs> whatever it is so he's staring yeah. at the camera and um he like moves his head on the game as he's talking and um it's he's not the first one to have done this but um he definitely 
he he definitely made his career doing this, and uh, and he started documenting some things about the game and about the servers that he was on, and uh, he had he finally like put up a video explaining like you know how he got into Minecraft and how he kind of failed at um you know being uh, at, at producing his own original content until Minecraft came along. This is kind of feeding off the Roblox point that Gunner made, um, and what he said was was that. With a video game, he could just do one take. He can switch the camera angles with a with a keyboard shortcut, and he can just do one take. So it allowed him to produce full-length videos where he was able to have narration um, without all of the uh, editing that goes in between. As of today, he has, I think, 7.4 million subscribers on YouTube. Which means that his videos on average have between, you know, two to 10 times that, um, which means he makes a living doing it. Um, so to your point, Gunner, I think, yes, Roblox and you know any of those games where you can um, kind of act it out, they definitely, I think they do fill this void that was previously like the Homestar Runners of the world. But what it doesn't do is it doesn't, like we were talking about, it doesn't hide the popularity of it. That's something that I find to be very interesting is not knowing if somebody else is interested in the same thing. That whole Newgrounds feel, you know? Yeah. And that still exists. I looked up just for curiosity. Do you guys remember Salad Fingers from Newgrounds? Yeah. Yes, Absolutely. Um, the video was, was, was it originated on, um, on Newgrounds or it was where it was first uploaded to, but of course now it's also on, um, it's now also on YouTube because the original author, his name is David, uh, Firth has gone and re-uploaded all of his content to YouTube, which is smart because he probably is monetizing a lot more on YouTube than he would have on Newgrounds. His original has 40 million views. His episode two has 20 million views. And his episode three has 14 million views. Now, the first one was uploaded 14 years ago to YouTube. Hmm. And it makes you wonder, like, how many people watched that on Newgrounds before? And we never would have known somebody brings it up at a party and it's like, Oh my God, you've heard of salad fingers. <laughs> and now it's like, well, yeah, I, it has 40 million views. I know that maybe one in 20 people that are regular YouTubers have heard of it. Probably maybe, you know, maybe a little more. I don't know what replaces that. I don't think any, I, I just, it's not the, it's not a frontier anymore. It's been, you know, industrialized. It's been tamed, if you will. I don't know whatever you want to call it. It's just, it's not a, it's, it's not about discovery on YouTube anymore. Like YouTube discovers for you, essentially. There's not well, a, maybe we don't know we want it back. Maybe I think, society, we don't know that we want it back. I think we want it back. I just don't think that uh, Google is going to fucking allow it to come back. 
Like because right, I just mean like another service. You know, I don't think we any of us could have predicted five years ago that TikTok was going to be as big as it is now. It was music? Uh, no, back then. it looked like yeah, right, exactly, and it it looked like a fad. I mean, that's right around when Vine started dying out, right? Yeah, and now it's huge, and TikTok is here to stay at least for a while. I didn't think. I feel like like some services. I don't even know why they're still around. Like I don't I don't know why people still use Snapchat. I feel like it's like us using AOL Instant Messenger for 10 years afterward. Like I don't know why they still use Snapchat because every other service that they're subscribed to has a Snapchat feature now. Yeah. Instagram's got it, Facebook has got it. And Instagram now has a TikTok feature. My wife's like, how did our four-year-old get TikTok again? It's not even on his phone. Well, what happened was he picked up one of our phones and he's inside Instagram and Instagram's got the same short format videos, vertical videos. Um, it's crazy. I just, I don't, uh, I don't know. I feel like there's a stranglehold hold on it. And it's, it's a stranglehold and there's just gatekeeping, right? Like, yeah. What do you, what is th- what is the next thing? I guess it's VR chat or actually whatever replaces VR chat. Yeah, it's VR chat's got its own VR chat. Well, yeah. Have you, have either of you guys done just... VR chat? No, I actually don't know what that is. <laughs> I'm old. I'm going to find out right now though. Honor, have you done it? E- yes. Cause my son, my son has it. I don't think it runs that great on his computer, and he doesn't have a VR headset, so he can't oh, actually use VR chat well, it, and it's VR. Kinda, it's kind of, it's kind of, it's it's like, it's a it's a less weird version of Second Life at the moment. Yeah, so it's that's still, the it's first still thing has- I thought of when he described it. I'm like, you're just talking about Second Life. Is it with goggles on, or is that? Well, you can of- you can you can you can do it with with or without. Okay. But you know, and again, it's, it's, but it's that it's that idea that you can have like, um, like your own avatar, and you're that avatar, right? Sure. So, like, uh, Ready Player One, essentially. Yeah, I mean, there there's a lot of Uganda, you know, and it has its own meme moments, like Uganda knuckles, uh, swarming you on mass. But um. It's 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 you know or or Kermit the Frog you know but it, it's 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 its own kind of interesting thing, um, you know maybe this goes back to the the Roblox and Minecraft thing. It, it's also just the environments people build in it, you know. But it's 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 this kind of th- it's this it's this threshold because that's probably closer to the. The depth of mechanics that you used to be able to do with the Flash and Newground stuff, but the 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 barrier to entry is so much fucking higher. Like, yeah, again, this goes back to like it, it is part of it too. Like, there's either there's either the the Roblox and the Minecraft stuff, or you go to like, hey, I'm actually writing a game for all intents and purposes. Like, where what's the fucking middle ground? Yeah.
It's a good question, question. indeed. Who the fuck, who the fuck, <laughs> you stumped me. Who the fuck? Who the fuck would think that you'd be missing Flash in twenty twenty one? Who the fuck do you think? What? Who the fuck would think you'd be missing Flash in twenty twenty one? No longer supported, my friend. That's so. Um, we hit an hour. I didn't even ask for the time at that point. Yeah. And um, I know it's a, it's kind of a slow moving episode. It is a little bit. Yeah, yeah. We're like drifting off. We're like, yeah. I may not have been. Too. I may not know. be fully recovered from the weekend. <laughs> I yeah, I, I I might I might be falling into the same thing. Yeah. Um, we really didn't get a whole lot of um, after uh, what do we call this segment? Afterburner. Yeah. Yes, the uh, after. Uh, I think it's, I mean, until we get more input, uh, Mike Walker's um, uh, overtime. Yeah. So the overtime topics, um, Mike did ask us to discuss right to repair. We have discussed that. I thought that we had. We, we did almost a whole episode on it. Yeah. So sorry, Mike. Um, <laughs> topic yeah. gets shut down. Stop! Stop! Stop um, buying! Stop buying! Stop buying bad shit. Um, one thing that uh, a cousin of mine, um, MB Finicaro posted, um, was her love for the wax little wax soda bottle candies, which isn't really a topic so much as it's like a it's like a continuation on our last topic about nostalgic candy. Did you bite the tops off and just drink them, or did you chew the bottle? I bit the top off and drank it. I didn't know. Uh, I mean, it's wax, so I guess you could could consume it. But I guess at that age, I didn't think it was probably. Do you remember how many wax you? things we would just be given to put in our mouth? Like, remember the wax lips? Yes, I remember the wax lips. Yes. Did you chew on those? No. What about you, Gunner? Did you chew on the wax lips? I, 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 I never chewed on either of them. They were just the, the thoughts kind of horrifying even now. Yeah, it is. I what like, if you chewed on the wax lips and then tried to put them on your lips afterwards as regular lips? I mean, there's the there's the advantage of terrifying someone, but I like. For real, the concept the the concept of just chewing on that it's it's the, it's the cognitive equivalent of the chalkboard noise or like when you scrape something on your teeth you remember those remember those cigarettes that weren't cigarettes at all just like candy a hard stick of sugar the candy cigarette yeah at what point does technology become less about the user experience and more about the company making the software we did not talk about that. When, when we, oh, when, yes. When, when, we, when we have a podcast called Friendship Snake. And we recorded <laughs> on that. <laughs> well, when Apple can make a tablet that's better than their laptop and then their, their, their next sweet-ass desktop is their tablet attached to a stand... With the USB port, 
And I, it's like, did you, so like, am I am I wrong with that, Trace? Is that effectively what that was their big product was? We made an iPad Pro that's a MacBook Air, and then we just put a stand. We put it on a stand, and that's our iMac Pro. And I mean, yeah. I to answer Mike's question, I, I know what you're saying, and I think that them putting that on a aluminum stand is uh, definitely an odd. It's odd to see them add a mouse and keyboard to a tablet before they'll add a fucking touch screen to their PCs, and it's infuriating. Not that I need a touch screen on my PCs, but uh, there's a lot of interfaces that work well with it, and I just don't understand why they don't, they don't embrace it. Um, but yeah, this idea that you know, you know, when does it become more about you just trying to sell the software? And I would say that it depends on the company that you're talking about. If you look at the Android landscape, they don't really—they're not trying to sell the software so much as they're trying to push the hardware. And you can see that because every different Android phone comes out just a little bit different. One with a better processor, one with a better camera, one with a better battery life. Some still have SD card slots, support for multiple SIMs, and the hardware is the hardware. But for Apple, it's never been that way, and that's evident with the the first iPhone. The first iPhone's real advantage over the other smartphones was not the hardware. It was the user experience. It was the software. It was the fact that when you scrolled through your contacts, it scrolled smooth. It looked amazing. And it was an experience that nobody had ever seen before. So to that point, I think it's as old as as the computer experience has been. And History has proven that with good software, you can sell anything that you want to because people don't care. The average person doesn't give a fuck about how many teraflops their CPU can pull. All they care about is if it works, right? If you could take a picture that's twice as good with hardware that's half as good, the only thing that they remember at the end of the day is how good the device worked, not really the hardware. That's kind of how I feel. So I would say that 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 what he's talking about is uh, it's about as old as as computers have been. Um, and you could probably, yeah, you could probably. I guess it's the same for everything. Like you know, uh, any I don't know, Absolutely. pick up like a soda company, right? Like mm-hmm. they're just going to keep making Coke. You know what I mean? And they'll they'll introduce new flavors and different things, but those will eventually go away when the money goes away, when the user experience has gone stale, but some of them may stay forever, right? Some of them may, you know, find a spot and stay forever and they'll continue to make it. But one of my, I love to use cars as an example because we've seen them evolve a little bit slower than computers over the years. Um, Do you remember growing up? There was not tape players in cars. Remember that shit? You could buy a fucking Aries K, a K car. They just had an AM FM radio. What the fuck were they doing? Cassette players had been out for way too long. And do you know what brought the cassette player to the masses? It was the foreign car companies. Mm. Because you'd go to one of these dealerships, you go to a Toyota dealership, and you take this thing for a spin, and the fucking salesman would pop a cassette in there. And you're like, well, fuck, I got all my cassettes. Why the fuck doesn't the K car have the cassettes in it? I feel like the user experience is always more important than, um, than you know, the raw value of the hardware 
that's that's that, that's in your hand or you know in the case of a car that's underneath your ass i think it's always been that way yeah i mean otherwise what's the point like yeah. you're not other otherwise you're essentially appealing to a niche market do you remember before wi-fi was super popular um, and before cell phones even considered having the capability to tether or hotspot, Are you about do to you it? remember the original, the original, I'll call it a smartphone, but it was really the original like handheld tablet, the original oh. PDAs. Yes. Yeah. The monochromatic. Remember PDAs? those things? It was like, you'd have like a copy of Palm OS or windows and Gunner knows these very well. <laughs> he still talks about Palm OS sometimes. Um, and the interface would be would be difficult to read, and you could really only interact with it with a with a stylus because it it was before this idea that you could just touch the screen was introduced to an entire like before the desktop had been uh, uh, redesigned for phone or tablet use where you could just touch and drag and stuff like that. Do you remember how those used to connect to the internet? I do not know. I Gunner, never Gunner knows. Oh, um, actually, wasn't it? Well, yeah, I actually, I, you're, you're, you put me on the spot. Take a it guess. Was, it was a serial cable or it was SMS, I thought. I'm, I'm it, was an, it was an infrared. Oh, yep, 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 yep. Which means your phone had just like a like a remote control for your TV. Your phone had a little infrared bulb and receiver, and the PDA did, and you'd have to set them like next to each other so that the lights were shooting back and forth. Then it would use your mobile data from your phone to get on the internet. That's you could say that's a hardware problem, but it's really a human interface problem. Like who the fuck thought that was acceptable? No one else was doing it, I guess. Right. Yeah. A good idea First today is better than a great idea tomorrow. Right. And they sold. They sold. A lot of people had those. Nothing near the numbers of people that started adopting Android and iPhone when they came out. And you know, the Windows Windows did try to give a swing at the phone. And they were they were too late. Unfortunately, they were too late. So the Windows Phone never ended up taking off. But uh, yeah, I'd say um, I'd say that that's that's definitely something um, that's been happening right along. Is is the software? I think software is more lucrative anyway. Because yeah, no overhead, very very little overhead. I mean, what's the inventory space to store a copy of Adobe Photoshop? Versus the inventory space that it takes to store a million books of the next, <laughs> yeah, the next Dell, the next Dell computer. The PC takes up a lot of inventory space, and you take a huge gamble because people aren't going to order from your company, from Dell, for example, if they got to wait six weeks to get their computer. You know? so you got to have a whole bunch of them just ready to go, and. uh and the PC market is, it's pretty fucking cutthroat. Right now is a good time for it. But man, like those PC manufacturers, they can't be making a whole lot of money. So yeah, you got to make it on software. 
Well, except if you're a specific PC manufacturer, or you, you're making parts of PCs, because... Holy shit. Do they fucking, like... It's... Yeah, we've talked. We talked about this. Like they're they're just finally getting back. They're talking. They're talking now. Like the computer. Like if you're trying to get an actual like not crap computer now, things aren't going to be back on track until like maybe the middle of 2022. Now, it's insane. Look, you got all. You you can get you can get an iPad on a stand (laughs) at the end of the month. Which makes yeah. me even like such a which makes me such a freaking like I don't know trace business concerns aside like I I've been looking I almost I almost I was actually kind of bummed out that they didn't do anything fancier than the the M1 there but uh it's it, you know I guess I, I guess in the grand scheme of things it, yeah because maybe 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 the software side's the only place they can fucking do anything at this point like we're just kind of stalled out right and it's like the paint job right it's like the paint job you can have a car but you can offer it in like this really special color and people are like man I love the color of that car it's like yo it's the same shitty car it would have been if it was in fucking beige you wouldn't have complimented it in beige. Nobody stops and like, holy cow, look at that beige car. That's the most boring color I've ever seen. What a nice car. But yeah, you um it gives it 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 gives that opportunity to shine. It's the sexy part of the computer. It's the software. Yeah. Well it's the what you're using, right? It's what you're interfacing it, with. It, it's it's the part our shallow gorilla minds can properly understand, because we at least touch it. And speaking of understanding, I understand that we are over time. That completes Mr. Walker's overtime. I uh, strongly suggest Mike Walker getting back on the goddamn computer, coming up with some new topics for us to talk about in the overtime. And everyone else, or the other listeners, yeah, the other listeners too. Because what was great about this past week is um, we got a lot of feedback on the episode that we did, which is nice. Um, It's fantastic, and we can mention we can mention some of those people in those comments. But uh, yeah, throw us throw us a bone for next week too. It would be much appreciated. Um, But with that, it is time for me to uh, ritualistically sacrifice the show first day back at work it's rough um <laughs> and uh with that i just want to thank everybody for listening especially some of the new listeners that we've got uh, which we kind of learned about this weekend which is awesome very exciting um we really really appreciate the support and we appreciate you guys listening and uh really the most important thing is the input you know if you guys want to hear something different you want us to try something out different push it through i mean why not? We're uh, we're we're open to new ideas. But uh, with that, um, once again, thanks everybody. Have a great rest of the week, and uh, Gunner, take the sun out of here.